You hear what he was choking? Hey, everybody, welcome to Nerd Talk. It's the all boys show tonight. I was taking a sip of my coffee and I couldn't swallow it in time. So it came out like a tap, tap, and swallow. Hey, you know what? Do me a favor for tonight. Put yourself up there. No, I'm good. Come on, put yourself up there. No, it's like Big Brother's watching. It's the thing is like there will be a significant audio delay. It's the reason why I don't. I don't care about that. So anyway, welcome to Nerd Talk. Yes, we're the all. It's the all boys show. All boys. All boys. All of our girls. Dina's. Dina's. I think. I think. Three ball boys show. I identify as a attack helicopter. Paul is beautiful. Can't my gender. Dylan says he identifies as. That's awesome. That's awesome. So tonight. We've got a really uh, uh, it's a it's a it's a good show. Um, we're going to talk about MegaCon. Yes. Still a little bit. We're going to just show some pictures. We're not going to roll some videos because we have a really killer interview that uh, um, Michael. Yes. Michael. And, and Dina. And Dina did with Alex from MetroCon. Which and, is coming up soon. Which is coming up soon. Absolutely. So we figured, you know what. Away. We were able to get him in the studio because that dude is—he's busy, and um, and we're gonna let him let let you guys take that. But first, uh, we want to say hi to Bree in we San Fran, or really Oakland. It's not. It's not. Um, it's not San Francisco. Yeah, they moved. But out. they said that because no that. one would go to Oakland if they said it was the Oakland Comic Con. Yes, they're like, mm, yeah, I'm not going to Oakland Comic Con. So surprise, <laughs> it's not. It's not San Francisco. But uh, we want to say hi, Bree. Miss you. We miss you, honey. Uh, anyway, so I don't. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Kevin is in chat. Wow, can you believe that he said that about Bree? She's gonna well, hurt him when, when she, she gets back. back, she is going to beat you like a red-headed stepchild. I'm going to videotape it. She's and we'll video it the show. And then we'll put that on the show. <laughs> Absolutely. She's just going to fire back. I didn't miss you either. So let's show, let's show some pictures from Megacon. Um, Megacon. Yeah, everybody knows Eddie from Ego Photography. He is the new photographer for WeBeam TV, Nerd yes. Talk, Tech Warp, Cosplay grab, Show. I, I didn't grab too many because I didn't want, I want to send people over to Eddie's page specifically to look at them. But I have a few examples. Hey, look that hunter that hunter Jen guy's watching. Oh God. No. Oh man. Did you hear about him? Yeah. I know. He's going to E3. Hey, Poor guy. The, I heard he missed the first day of E3, according to uh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, what was that post all about? <laughs> so when after we left the interview that day, Hunter's like laughing in the car and he showed me the photo and they somebody screwed up and posted. First day went great. It was a packed attendance. What was everybody's favorite thing? Oh, <gasps> Interesting. So they had this all this stuff pre-made. Yeah, and that's someone dropped the bomb and put the wrong date on it. Edward, Edward Tyler says fired. hello. Hey, but you know that's why we're live, hmm. right? That's why we're live. Absolutely. Make that mistake. Yes. So um, that person don't have a job. I bet no more. No, <laughs> I guarantee that per Well, I don't know if they. I don't think they get fired, but I think they're like you know they seriously. You get garbage duty. Yeah, for E3. Us to do their Twitter. Yeah, yeah. They just yanked. <laughs> Yeah. All of their privileges. Yep, exactly. They're not, you're not doing it no more. So, but anyway, so we're going to start, I'm going to start off on a somber note. And, uh, and uh, I know, I know there's some people that follow this man, but some people don't. I've been watching him since day one. He was on TV. Yes. So Anthony Bourdain will be highly missed. Yeah. Um, but if you go back and think about, like I watched all of his shows. You know, the layover show, the, the no destiny, you know, yeah. no reservations, the whole nine yards. Yeah. Um, but if you if you really 
watched him, you could see it written all over him. Yeah. He hmm. said in an interview before, before his daughter was born 11 years ago, he wanted to die. He thought his life was over. He didn't care anymore. But when his daughter was born, he brought a new life to him. It gave him a little oomph. purpose. But I don't think, I don't think, um, I don't think he, he he ever came back from that yeah. truly, mm -hmm. and that and that's sad because you know he you know he he was he's a talented dude, man. Yeah. And, and but you could see it. I mean, I I went back um, today when I had a chance. I went back and looked at some of the old episodes, and you can see in his eyes, it's just written all over his face that he was he was ready. To, he was done. Depression's a tough thing to do. It with. is, and and you know, you, I can't believe the people around him didn't didn't see it. I, I mean, I watch him on television and I see it because, you know, he is just. Well, it, it teaches you never to assume mm -hmm. that a successful show has money, you know, all this. Doesn't that mean that doesn't mean anything. You got perfect life. Yeah. You know, it doesn't mean anything if you don't have, you know, if you're not good. Yep, exactly. And it's like the lady that made the purses. Now, you know, when they when they said who she was on TV, I'm like, I had no idea. Yeah, first mm -hmm. of all, I don't buy, I don't buy, I don't buy purses. So, and it's hey, look who's in our chat, Alex. 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 That that guy from that dresses up and, and does stuff during shows. Ha! Mm -hmm. That was fantastic. Good job. You're really, welcome. Really summed up what he did there. <laughs> Actually, he is a very cool. And I tell you what, that gun. Oh, I okay. I can't talk about it. No, yet, we're gonna show, we're gonna show the we'll yeah. show the interview. We'll show the interview. Really cool, dude. Really, really, really. I cool, still want to get a sword and hang a sword up on the wall. Yeah, man. Mm -hmm. I'm all about it. But anyway, back to Anthony Bourdain. He's gonna be missed. Um, I mean, that's gonna be a that's gonna be a hole. Yeah. For for Travel Channel and food. I oh, mean, absolutely. That's gonna be a hole because that that was an absolutely phenomenal show. I um, mean, he did it well. He wrote it well. I don't think they could get anybody else to do the show. If they did, it won't be the same. Not like him, no. And one so. thing I noticed about his show, that man could drink. He could, yeah. couldn't he? Oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah, and you could tell the you could <laughs> the tell where morning. the next day he was like he was doing he was working through that hangover. Yes. Yeah, but you know what? That's that's a professional for you. I'm gonna bet this guy, this guy Eddie. I don't know who he is, but anyway. Uh, so start off on a somber note. We, we, he will be missed. We sorry he's not gonna be around anymore. Uh, I our prayers and you know. Some, a somber uh, sight goes out to his family because yeah. it's going to be that's a that's a that's a big loss. Um, but it, oh, so so on another hand, we'll, we'll show some of <laughs> Eddie's photos, you know, from MegaCon, from MegaCon, and from this year, right? This is yes. the one we pulled from this year, right? Yeah, this, this, from last month. this is probably oh. one of my favorites. Yes, Peggy, and we know Peggy. her. Oh, you you do yeah, you, you guys a good do, friend of mine and introduced her to Eddie. What you met her at Hallmont. Hallmont is when we met. Yes. Very, very good, and just keep rolling them, Dylan. And let's see if we all if we all know them. No, you don't say. You really, you don't say. You don't say. Now, no, wonder that's that our man right that there. That's a man's man. He's the man. He's the man. So rhymes. I like him. Some blunt head trauma. Oh, and then I, of course, I had to grab this one especially. This one's for uh, Dad. <laughs> Thank you. Why, why yes. do you guys do this to me? Thank you. I scrolled down Reap. a ton e for that one specifically. Creepy. Yes. Uh, a lot more obviously can be found on I have a few more, but I've gotta I've gotta size them a little differently, I realized. Um but you can find more of these on the Ego Photography Tampa on Facebook. So what is that? Yeah. ego It's Facebook. So, no. Oh, it's Facebook.com, Ego Photography. Mm -hmm. You'll find it there. And uh, it's like a few of these I've got to 
resize a little more than I thought I did. Oh, okay. So, mm -hmm. um, so you know what? I tell you what. While he's doing that, let's go ahead and play. Let's no, let's let's do uh, let's do your video first because I'm interested mm -hmm. in this in this Rainbow Six. Oh, uh, yeah. Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege uh, has come out with another operation, and I cover it in this short video I made here. Hey everybody, Sid here from Nerd Talk, and I'm here to talk to you about the new Rainbow Six Siege operation, Operation Parabellum, or Paramarinera, whatever you want to call it. Uh, point being, we are in Italy, the Italian operators have finally come out, we have Alibi and Maestro. Now real quick, I want to go over their guns first, real quick, um, Alibi, SMG, shotgun, pretty straightforward, we'll go into that later. Uh, my personal favorite is the 410 Magnum shotgun that they have, uh, you're going to see right here, as I use shotguns, as most people do for Siege, in clear-out walls. It doesn't do a great job, but it comes in a pinch to kind of just <laughs> make me laugh. And, uh, I love it a lot. I think it's a lot of fun. It's got crazy, stupid recoil, and it's not very good, but it's there for memes. Now, on durability, the part we're all wondering about. She throws holograms. The holograms are kind of neat. They mimic her base form. So if you're having add-ons just like that, it doesn't work for you. But... It's quick in a pinch to trick enemies when they're pre-firing corners or on reaction, they don't notice it's the real one. Now, you can do some really funny stuff with that by walking onto it. Another thing, when they shoot them, as you can see a little marker there that I'm aiming at, uh, that marks them, gives me their real-time location over the course of five seconds. So, it gives five quick bursts. You see me pre-fire and think it was there. But because, as I said, she's a three-speed, I'm running them down. I'm just going to chase you down, get the kill, and we're good to go. So, the other uh, second that they have options, you both, Maestro and her, have that, is the AA-12, or the, uh, I think it's the A1S6, or something like that? It's the AA-12, it's a fully automatic 30-round shotgun. Like, what more is not to, what, what, what more do you want? It's got stupid crazy recoil, it knocks you way the hell up, I don't know, I don't like it very much, but I think it's funny as all hell. So, just real quick, I have a real showcase of what, her, what she can do. So as you can see, we're in the prep phase, or the prep we just ended, we're rushing around, trying to figure out our locations and whatnot. I've got someone here, and I decide, hmm, can I trick them? So I decide to play a game of which is the real one, put my two clones down, and stood still. And the funny thing is, he falls for it. Doesn't realize which one's the real one right away, I pop him, take him out. Now, here's the thing, so real quick, I'm just showing you the setup I had. They were all just aiming straight forward, but we were all aiming in the same direction. So in a pinch, he had to quickly decide which one is the real one. Obviously, in a first-person shooter, choosing the wrong one can take your life very quickly. Because that means there's two other options that can possibly kill you. So he chose wrong by panicking, so I decided to switch it up. I moved my location and then waited again. Now granted, this one yielded a lot less results. I was actually a little disappointed that I didn't get anybody with this one. But I showed the resilience. To just stand there and wait. You know, you're pulling some Naruto stuff. You got the Shadow Clone Jutsu coming in. I'm ignoring the explosions. Nope, can't give myself away. Gotta keep my clones legitimate. And I realized that the last two are over to my right. So I decided to take up one of those just in case I needed it. And get into a nice little uh, pre-fire burst here with Fuse. Now, her SMG, as you can see, has very little recoil. And the thing is, there's a little bit of recoil, obviously, but it's very controllable, which is kind of why I like it. So, on to Maestro. Maestro's got an LG with an ACOG. It's nasty. A uh, lot of recoil, so honestly, I don't, I don't recommend the ACOG myself, but for the people who can control recoil a lot better than I can, uh, then by all means, have a, uh, have a ball with it. 
His ability is the Evil Eye Cameras. He slaps down cameras on just about any surface, and that he gets an indestructible camera that he can rotate a good, a good, a good amount of degrees. He's got basically 270 degrees around the camera, so he's got a lot of vision. Here I'm just kind of showcasing off how many different places you can put it on. Of course, I'm using the, the 410 shotgun pistol again because I think it thinks freaking hilarious. Um, it's great for taking out drones. But here we're going to kind of go into the camera. So this is what you see from the camera's point of view as you're sitting there. So you've got a nice scan. You can scan people. You've got good mobility. And I've got two of these bad boys so I can swap and see my allies. I can also watch multiple choke points. I see someone's busting in the door there, so I'm kind of watching out. So that glass lens, that line going down the middle that you see there, that allows me to open that up and fire a small laser beam. The small laser beam deals a good amount of damage to ally, uh, to uh, enemies, I should say. But um, more importantly, you, you're just kind of using the scan. That right there is bulletproof. So now I can't be destroyed by bulletproof. I can't be destroyed by bullets or melees. It has to be explosions or sludge's hammer specifically, because you know, it's sludge. You have to have have to have out the uh, the year one operators a little, or not, you know, the OGs a little bit. So. Heading in my corner, right back onto the cam. I hear fuse just in a moment, maybe. Yeah, there it goes, and kaboom. And I've got a indestructible camera that they now can't deal with. Now they're trying to wait for me to open it up, pop them with it, but I'm quickly running out of allies, so I'm kind of just sitting in it, um, being being petrified, really. I'm trying to get my teammate to come over and assist me, but it doesn't seem like he's going to be doing that. But these cameras are a great, great, great intel source. And the thing is, is, your allies can operate these too. So if I had a little more communication with my team... Oh, by the way, here's the laser. Boop. Now, while that was open, that you see that shutter closed in front of the... the when that shutter is open, they can deal damage and destroy that camera very quickly. But while I'm keeping it closed, they can't. So I was able to destroy drones, equipment, other stuff like that. This room wasn't very good for Maestro, I noticed. And he, he definitely struggled a lot with it. Anyway... That's all for this. Uh, I really hope to see more gameplay. If you want, you can check out my Twitch stream, uh, Twitch TV forward slash Slidokins, or you can go onto YouTube and see funny montages and whatnot of these heroes in action later this week. I'll see you guys, and for now, it's back to the studio. So that actually looked very fun. That looked, that looked fun. Yes. Okay, so is, is, when did this Parabellum drop? Yesterday. Yesterday. <laughs> it came out yesterday at like 2 o'clock, so that was all fresh footage of the game just of uh, this uh change going on so so you that's why that's that's why you left work early yesterday i didn't leave work so early play the game. <laughs> i didn't leave i just didn't leave as late as you guys did that's true no we left the same time yesterday it was kind of cool um so what's the cost uh, the update's free really yeah it's just an update for the game it's just new characters they're releasing and what was the best part about it, do you think? Uh, uh, Alibi. Alibi, however you want to pronounce it. Her clones are hilarious. I, Maestro's fun and all, but uh, I definitely don't get the same satisfaction as tricking people with three clones of myself and then popping out and stabbing them in the face. <laughs> you got to put yourself up, because I think people think we're like idiots sitting here and they're, if they're not hearing us. That sucks. That sucks. I should be listening, then. You can Maybe hear my not. voice. Maybe they're not. Maybe they're not. Well, that's their problem. I know you are, but what am I? Come on, Dylan. We want to see you. So, okay. So, that was pretty good. This It's a very slow show tonight. We need our girls. Our, see, our women are not here to keep us going and keep us on track. That's what it is. We're a guy. So squirrel. Oh, look at the pretty cat. Um, <laughs> squirrel. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, <clears throat> what, is, is, this, is this strictly a PC game or is no, this? No, it's PC and console. Though, the console's... Uh, 
Consoles are rolling out a different day. I think you guys get them Friday. So today, I believe. You so guys, today. So it. Say, yeah. So for for me. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's Australia's consoles specifically are getting them. Uh, getting them today. The rest of the world, you guys should have gotten it by midnight last night. Oh, okay. So oh, okay. When you woke up this morning, it should have been properly updated. They were doing it by region and by server region, so it was a little weird. Um, because I don't think we got ours until like 11 a.m. Game looks fun. It, it does look good. Like it. It's a, it's a ton of fun. I'm I prefer playing it on PC, but it's kind of a uh, it's a it's a pick your poison thing. Mike Sim says it's a good day to die. It's a good yes. day to die. Not when you have clones. Ha! <laughs> clones uh, hit for you. Hey Mark, what's up, buddy? Mark Muncy's watching. Love Easy that dude. Peasy. You know, yeah, the game was a lot of fun. Um, it, it, it it's nice to see Siege come back from what it started as, because when it started, it was really really rough on release. It looked nothing like the trailers they had shown. It looked very buggy, glitchy. Uh, it was just all around bad, and which sucks because they made a really pretty cinematic trailer of like weather effects and them like busting into a house to save a hostage and whatnot, and it looked super super cool. And everyone's like, oh my god! And then when the you know the open beta came out, oh, everyone's like, weather. what? Woo! It's a dollar. Got me a dollar. Oh, yeah. where that came from? Yeah, I, I do. Knew. Your phone. Yes. <laughs> I have the levels back here to prove it. <laughs> we can run that. We can run that yeah. again if you want. We need you to. Back <laughs> that yet real quick. That's free. That's free. <laughs> That's all mine. So, so yeah, no, the game is a lot of fun. Uh, I suggest people. Yeah, say if you want to go pick it up. Yeah, I, I would say uh, the problem is, is it, the game definitely takes. It, it has a learning curve, as um, as most games do. When you come into a game in which people have already established the play style, they've already established how to play, and they stuck around for the long haul. They've been around since the beginning, and they realized, hmm, this game could be good. I'm going to stick with it, just in case it does become really good. Well, this game became really good. Took a little while, but it's there now. So when you come into the game new, Thanks, Mark. people are obviously going to uh, quite literally just kick your ass. You're not, you're not going to win your first few matches. You're going to have to learn the game. Once you start to learn the game, you'll get a lot better at the game. Okay. Um, but and then the the more you learn it, the more fun you have. You just have to take the time to actually learn the game all the way through. Otherwise, you're gonna definitely struggle. Yeah. But joining when new operators come out is a great time because uh, most of the time you can get away with playing and having having some fun because people are new. Uh, you know, they're new to the maps and they're new to the new operators. So you're basically just about as new as they are, except for some of the old stuff. That, you know, you have to pay attention for. Right. But people, but the community is. Um, I say it's a good coin toss, 50-50. You have like a 50% chance of finding at least one person in your match that is kind enough to help you out and teach you. And there's, I've made friends that are just kind of, when you know, when I first started, they're like, oh yeah, like, you know, you need to look out for here, 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 specifically. And they played a bunch of games with me and they, you know, kind of showed me the ropes. It was nice. It was a, it was definitely a good experience to play. Okay. I get it. So, so, so you're telling me it's, I should get back, because I know we got the game for our P, is it no. PS? You yeah. do not. Nope. You have Ghost Recon by Ubisoft. Also oh, a Ubisoft right. game, but not uh, not Siege, no. I guess I'm going to have to go get it. Uh, we all should get in to stream one night. All right. You want to see me die? And die? And die <laughs> well, that's again. me. They all yeah. like, all right. So I was talking to a lady today that um, runs three hearing clinics. Mm-hmm. And I and, and, and she, we were she knew we did nerd talk, and she goes, so, so um, what games do you play? I said, I don't play games because... Um, oh, I'm trying to get back into it, mm. but I get I get seasick real easy from playing the games. Yeah. And she goes, "Oh, that means your hearing's going." Really? Yeah, because what happens is is your it's it's like vertigo when you're so when your balance is bad, 
That's because your ears are. She goes, you need to come in and let me check that. Oh, wow. So look at that. Yep. Saved your life. Saved your life. Or tinnitus, however you want to, however people say it. So I'm like, okay. That? Fucking Australia. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I saw that. Thanks, Australia. Oh, and by the way, um, Freaky Florida is September 10th. Woohoo! Mm -mm. Freaky Florida. That is his new. Uh, yep. His new content. He should put a little more on there so we know what's going on, Mark. Fill me in, buddy. Fill me in, buddy. Put it on there so people can see it, bro. Bro. Yeah. So, okay, so here's what we're going to do. I'm going to let him queue up the interview with Alex because. Um, it went it went pretty stinking good really? and i'll just let everybody know this is an edited piece we're not live on it and hunter jen from uh tech warped did the editing on it because boss tech did not have time so if it looks bad it's all on him it's all hunter's no. uh, just blame hunter Alex, we love you, bro. and you know we we, we want to make you happy but you know i want to get this for the show because and then we'll probably play it we'll get it on facebook and and on our site as yeah. well to let it keep rolling. Everyone, feel free to leave what you think about it in the comments. Yeah, you know what? Everybody, tell here. us how well Hunter did He's on right this there. He edit. He's right there. He heart. Yeah, you just you know you can just type right to him. It'll it'll be fun. Yes, it'll be great. We want him to feel the love or the hate. I don't. Whatever word it is. So go ahead, Dylan. Roll that footage. It'll make him work harder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, hey guys, we are here with Alex from MetroCon. Say hi. Hi. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're going to ask you a couple questions about the convention coming up because we have the con coming up July 19th to the 22nd, mm -hmm. correct? Yep. Awesome. So are you like excited? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we're 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 all excited. We're in kind of that crunch phase right now. That last month for us is always super busy. Um, so this is we, we start to get excited. Like we're all anime fans. We're all video game fans. So the closer we get, you know, we all start off going to MetroCon before we work there. So we're we're really just as excited as anybody else is. Awesome. Well, definitely appreciate you taking the time to come see us. All right. Yeah, so no problem. Mike, you want to start start us off with our first question? Yeah. First question. Um, originally, all were three day three day convention and what were the challenges when you went to four days um honestly probably the hardest thing was making sure that that fourth day is worth it there's a lot of conventions that expand out to four days and i i can't even necessarily say we were successful the first year we tried we were really conservative we started kind of at like three or four in the afternoon on that thursday and and we wanted to, to wait to build that up. So we had to have enough content to fill that fourth day. And we're, we're an entirely volunteer staff, we're an entirely volunteer cast. So we, you know, get, convincing people to do more than they're already doing. Um, it mostly was just waiting until somebody had an idea they fell in love with enough that they wanted to put it on. And then we were like, oh great, we have an extra day. We have time to do that now. Uh, let's bring it to fans, let's do it. Um, so yeah, that was, probably, that was probably the hardest part. Um, well, it seems like it's really paying off. Uh, MetroCon has really expanded a lot in the last five years, right? Yeah, absolutely. We, um, you know, in the last five years, we've we've probably just about doubled our attendance. Um, I know it's probably since about 2011 or 2012. I know we've doubled our attendance in the last few years, and uh, you know, we started taking up probably something like. 600,000 square feet at the convention center. We, we book the whole center now. We have both halls upstairs and, and we just, you know, we, we try to, to dump as much of our energy as we can back into the event every year. And, and we want people to come out and have a good time. Yeah, absolutely. I remember when the uh, vendors room was downstairs in that little small section. Now yeah. it takes up an entire <laughs> ballroom. If you guys have ever been to the Tampa Convention Center, it is just this massive ballroom upstairs. That's just the vendor room and they still have their main events in the second ballroom. So 
to see you guys take over the whole center is a huge growth. Well, and a, a lot of it also had to do just with comfort level because we hit a point where we, we had these thousands of people coming over the weekend and they were in that. It was so crowded room. downstairs. Crowded. Everybody's right? bumping in and everything. And you can have the coolest stuff in the world, but if you can't see any of it and you can't breathe the oxygen yeah. in the room, it makes it a less than enjoyable That's why experience. I like being upstairs because you've got room to walk and look at everything. Yeah. It's not so crowded. And yeah. the confunk gets to disperse a little. <laughs> yeah, it, it kind of lets the Febreze funnel into the room a little easier. It's nice. Exactly. <laughs> Um, so I know we have quite a few guests that are coming up to Metricon. So mm -hmm. what are some of the guests we can expect to see this year? Uh, well, we're really excited. We did just recently get to talk about uh, bringing Scott McNeil back. And Scott McNeil has been a staple of the convention for ever. He, this is his home con. We love having him as the he's voice only of... missed, what, one time? Yeah, he missed one time. <laughs> and he's been so busy filming and recording and doing things that... He, uh, he had a really hard time getting out for the last few years, or at least booking in advance. So we were super excited to get him back, his voice of Piccolo. He was duo on Gundam Wing. He's like kind of my childhood, yeah. certainly, as like a, a you know a 12-year-old boy watching Toonami. Scott's right? one of the nicest people, because even he'll be walking around the convention floor, and people will just walk up to him, and he's like, oh, sign autographs, do photos, just walking around. Yeah, absolutely. He's like one of the and, most down-to-earth people there is. Uh, we do have a handful of new guests. Uh, one of them I'm particularly excited about, we do have Jason Marsden in this year, which uh, he was the voice of Haku in Spirited Away, uh, but also, oddly, was the voice of Max in the Goofy movies, yeah. which, like, there's a weird crossover <laughs> in people that love the Goofy movies and people that love anime. <laughs> I don't know if it's just the right age bracket, right? But yeah. No, I was, actually, it's weird. I've seen an increase of Powerline cosplays and people doing eye-to-eye -eye as they're walking around the con right? floor. <laughs> and they just, they did that at the, the D23 Expo a couple mm -hmm. years back. They did the big Powerline concert, and so there's there's all this crossover now, and it's it's super cool to see. He's going to get as much recognition for this Miyazaki role as he is for this Disney role. Yeah, which I guess they're both technically Disney, so it kind of works. Yeah, they are now. That's fair. <laughs> That's totally fair. Yeah, so um, another thing we definitely want to talk about is we have a plethora of shows that you guys do at MetroCon, mm -hmm. so definitely wanted to talk about that. Um, so we'll start off with the chess match, because that is the biggest pull that has been an sure. ongoing tradition for you guys. Yeah, absolutely. Um, probably something like 12 years ago, uh, maybe more now, uh, we actually we were in contact with some guys who had done the Renaissance Festival forever and the Medieval Fair down in Sarasota and all these things, and we, they, they kind of came up with this idea to do the, you know, what, what could we do that human chess match concept with anime and video game characters. And um, it's all choreographed stage combat. It's all... Uh, very high intensity, high action martial arts, and I think that that kind of like live stage show martial arts has that kind of theme punk uh, uh, theme park presentation that we want, and that's always what we've tried to do. Like we don't we don't want to just make another convention. We don't want to make another shopping mall, right? And and honestly, Amazon and the internet has just shattered a lot of the things that vendors used to be able to sell easily. So we really want to create more of an experience. And part of it was things like the chess match. It's it's uh, a 40 or 50 person cast with live steel weapons. And, and it's we want people to come away with something they can't get anywhere else. That was our goal. And I, I, I like to think we're getting close, at least. Yeah, <laughs> chess match each year is amazing. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's incredible. I, I, I fought in the show for years and, and helped direct it for years. And I've, I've kind of changed gears now. Um, Mostly because myself and my business partner, Nick, uh, used to direct the show together and the con got big enough that we, we couldn't both be busy at the same time. <laughs> One of us had to be on the floor on radio. Oh, hey, okay, we need an owner over here. Right. Um, so I started focusing on, we have a live fire breathing show. 
right? It's all fire breathing, fire spinning, which is all kind of inspired by like the the traditional Samoan stuff. We have the masquerade, which is more interactive. We have we have a dance show, we have a comedy show. Like we've really just tried to add more entertainment as often as we can. Yeah, um, and um, you've actually brought some of these live steel weapons you're talking about another yeah. props. So let's yeah, absolutely. This. So um, this is kind of a. a, a fun experiment. So in 2006, I started doing the chess match, and uh, it was all Death Note themed, and our props budget was zero. Um, so this is actually one of my college textbooks wrapped in black duct tape with Death Note <laughs> written on it on in, in silver sharpie. And we threw this around, I can actually, this is my moves list from the show that year, because I was playing the king and I had to call the moves. And uh, as, our, as we actually got a budget and started moving on, we started, this is actually from when I played Heathcliff in uh, Sword Art Online. Um, these are all super, I don't want to like bang it against anything. Oh, like, they're, they're, um, they're, this was made by a guy named Chris Fields over at Sterling Armory. He does reproduction weapons, he does martial arts weapons, and like you can see it's... Oh, yeah. yeah it's, definitely takes two hands. Yeah, it's, it's kind of an animal. And then um, we actually scaled up. This was one of my new favorite toys from last year. Um, last year's Masquerade was uh, uh, psychopath themed, right? Super popular anime. So we got these we need this on our talk awesome guys, week. right? <laughs> and we ended up with these transforming dominator guns that... Oh my god, it talks. <laughs> yeah, right? That was amazing. It's super cool, and I, I loved it. Right? I wonder if I can make it do it. Yeah, oh my like... Gosh. <laughs> it does a bunch of cool stuff, and like... Oh, oh my wow. god. Yeah. <laughs> right? So we, we kind of leveled up. I gotta make it stop talking. <laughs> now this is a spotlight now. There it goes. Okay. So talk about the shows. How long does it take to prepare for the shows? Yeah, uh, well we, we start, uh, we do auditions usually in January or February. And uh, we start uh, workshops. Uh, several of the shows have workshops because we do actually, we train our performers for uh, five to six weeks before we start rehearsals. Um, so we've got about five or six weeks of training, and then we start the actual rehearsals, and then it's uh, 10 or 11 weeks of actual training. Um, so yeah, give or take, it's about four months, um, and that's not including writing and, and preparing and doing all that stuff, and then there's some video shoots for prequel stuff to try and get people hyped up before the show. Um, so yeah, yeah, I would have to guess at least four months probably of rehearsal time, and that's for a cast of about 100 people. Well, yeah, because what you guys have up to, is it four or five shows now? Uh, like Chess Masquerade, Star Party, uh, Rhythm City Chronicles, Fire Show, Metro Night Live, six. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> so that's <laughs> everything from like comedy improv actors to fire spinners, ballroom dancers, break dancers, combat fighters, martial artists, like every kind of talent. Yeah, and, and a lot of people come in with their own skills, obviously, like I can't teach somebody how to break dance in six weeks, mostly because I don't know how to break dance. <laughs> um, but mostly what we, we're teaching, you know, stage awareness and, and physicality and movement for the stage and things like that and how to be safe while you're doing these things. Um, but a lot of people come in with these amazing skills. There, there's something weird in like the Tampa water because there's just this weird concentration of incredible martial artists and, and like stage magicians and dancers and pretty much anything you could think of. If there's a performer that you want for something, there are a ton of them in Tampa. Yeah, absolutely. So that brings us to the next thing. If you guys ever want to audition for Metrocon shows, they do have open auditions. You don't have to have these kind of backgrounds. They have everything from uh, stage roles to like back stage hand roles. Um, I myself have done it before too, and I was a comedy actor dancer, which was a really weird combo for me. But 
anyone can do it. So um, not this year because it's already in the works, but next year. You guys normally do it in around the winter, like late winter. Yeah, January, February was usually when we do it. We do it for two weekends, and we always post it all over our social media. We post it uh, pretty much anywhere you can post things. Another <laughs> question so. we have: Artist Alley used to be out in the main hallway area. Now recently, I've seen y'all put it in the dealer's room. Why was that changed? Uh, so there's actually there's a couple of reasons we decided to do that. Um, first of all, as we expanded and got bigger, uh, the convention center actually required us to put registration up on the second floor mezzanine where Artist Alley used to be. Um, registration used to be downstairs in a room. Well, I know first time 10 years ago when I went, registration was upstairs originally too. Correct. Uh, one of the benefits to actually having the whole center rented out is we're guaranteed to get both sides of that. That didn't used to be a thing. When yeah. we used to just rent one side of the hall, we would only get half of that area and and now that we've gotten to a certain capacity and and some other conventions have come in there and and kind of really push the capacity limits um they wanted us to have registration up there and then second was we've ended up a couple of times where um artist alley was like this no man's land where we couldn't really police it particularly well for for policy violations or for shoplifting or things like that and then the artists had to pack all their stuff up and take it with them back to the hotel at the end yeah. of the night or just leave it out in the open where anyone could get to it um we actually a couple of years ago we had an incident where uh, i don't know if you remember there was a weekend where there was like a tropical storm coming through and it was metrocon weekend yeah um, and anytime somebody would come in those glass doors that are just outside of where artist alley used to be um that front row of artists was just getting blown over oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah um yeah, I mean, it, it mostly was it was to make it more safe, more secure, and and yeah, to just try and condense our merchants all into one space. Another question: How late are the hours normally for the con? Do you have stuff going on all night? Yeah, so uh, events run at the convention at least until about one or two a.m. The rave itself runs till two a.m. on Thursday night and runs till three a.m. on Friday and Saturday night, uh, and then we start at ten a.m. every morning. So we we pretty much run for just about eighteen hours every day except Sunday when we finish up right around six o'clock. Wow, which is a lot of content. Because a couple other conventions I've been going to, they will close by about six o'clock, which makes sense for the staff. But as a con goer, it really does kind of impede on the whole experience as a convention. Right. And and you know, you're you're spending your money on this trip, you're spending your money on your cosplay and and you you know, we always felt like you could go sit in a hotel room with your friends anywhere. Like it's super fun to do it at an anime con and it does happen. Like we've all done that. We've all been to the room parties and stuff like that, but we just want to have the option for people to be able to stay and enjoy that content if they want to. Absolutely. Did you have another one? No. So we do have the convention coming up really soon, so are tickets still available? Yes, absolutely. We have uh, The convention is July 19th through the 22nd. We have tickets available online. It's www.metroconventions.com, uh, or you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter. We're at Team Dynamite Florida, uh, at Team Dynamite FL. Sorry, I have to be very specific. Um, we're not on Instagram because we're 10 years out of date and losers, um, but we, uh, we're working on it. We're getting there. Is it cheaper to buy tickets uh, now online and yeah. wait until last minute? Yes, absolutely. Uh, you can save, I think, something like $10 off on pretty much any of the, five to $10 off on any of the tickets right now, and it's a shorter line to pick them up. And if you pre-register a four-day pass right now, uh, you can actually show up on Wednesday night, get your tickets early, and be squared away and done with the whole thing by the time the convention starts on Thursday. Are you yeah, absolutely. Um, and do you know, if the, going back to the ticket sales, are the VIP options still open, or is that already? Uh, no, we do actually have, uh, I think we have like 100 
VIP passes left, maybe a little under. I think we've got like a handful of them left. Um, and the VIP tickets are awesome. They get you early access to almost every event. They get you exclusive access to autograph signings before everybody else. Uh, and they can be added to any ticket. So we went away from doing uh, strict VIP passes by themselves and did a VIP upgrade. So let's say um, you know, you're coming on Saturday and you want the VIP access, you can still buy the VIP upgrade. So you can upgrade. just do VIP just exactly. for the one day and not... And, and then even then, the VIP upgrade is still good for the whole weekend. So like, hook up with somebody who's just coming on Friday and split the cost of the VIP and just pass it off somewhere in the middle. Like, we're totally cool with that. The VIP upgrade's good for all four days. I, I don't care if there's three of you using it on three different days, as long as three of you aren't using it at the same time. Yeah. Like, we're gold, man. Uh, you know, we, we really try to do that. It's the same reason we introduced the... We do a four-pack discount when we offer uh, four tickets gets you an even further discount from the pre-reg price because we want you to bring your friends. Um, we offer an active military discount. So if you're an active military member, we give you a discount off prices. We also donated uh, something like 120 weekend passes this year to veterans uh, through an organization called VetTix. So if you're a veteran, you can go onto the VetTix website and, and claim these passes completely for free. Wow. Um, so we, we really want to make this event accessible, especially to people who have solidly put their time in giving us the opportunity to put on events like this. Um, but uh, yeah, you, you, to, your, to your actual question, <laughs> yes, um, VIP passes are still available. Awesome. Yeah. Well, you know, it's all good information because I wouldn't, didn't even know about the military thing at all. Yep. That's awesome. I do have one more question. I yeah. just popped up. For guest signing, I know y'all normally give a little ticket out, guarantees everybody Correct. free autograph. That's still happening and yes. everything? Yes, uh, that is a, a very uh, classic MetroCon thing that we didn't want to get rid of even as we got bigger. Um, each of our celebrities that we have at the show ha has been guaranteed to sign at least one autograph on an item you provide for free. Um, so that first autograph is free of charge for all of our guests. Um, some of the guests don't even charge for their second or third autograph. Scott McNeil. Um, <laughs> Scott will, if you bring Scott a stack of DBZ comics, he will flip through every page and sign the Piccolo's face on every single frame. Um, that dude is gold. Scott's panels are awesome. He's yeah. Uh, and I'm really excited to get him in contact with some of the new folks like J. Michael, J. Michael Tatum and, and Jamie Marshy, who I've not seen him interact with before because I've seen some of their panels on video and I'm, I'm thrilled to watch them interact. I think it's going to be a riot. Oh, definitely yeah. have to check those panels out. One of the things I definitely want to check up on is I know last year I got to do the VIP experience and I got this cool t-shirt for free. Yeah. It was uh, No Flutter that designed it. Mm -hmm. And that was the theme of the year. They have the mascots, as you can see on here, and they uh, Metricon always has a theme for the mm -hmm. year. Uh, what's this year's theme? Uh, so this year's theme is Guardians versus Invaders. Oh, very um, cool. It's kind of a, we, we try to make our theme something that's a little bit of an archetype or a trope in anime and video games and and this year we wanted to go the classic right the the stalwart bastion of of defense and the invading evil something or other that's in everything um and uh, no flutter actually did our, our art design again um she's a florida artist which i love working with with other florida geeks and uh obviously and um <laughs> Uh, she she's an incredibly talented artist. I love when people cosplay her art and get to see it brought to life. So it's interesting to do it in reverse, where they design the costumes first, and then No Flutter gets to do this super elaborate artwork around it. Oh yeah, no, her work is fantastic. Every time I see it, I'm always just to the floor. Like it's amazing. Right. She's All a guest detail. this year too, isn't she? Correct. Mm -hmm. Yep. She'll be in the Artist Alley again this year. Awesome. Well, I'm so excited to see that. And I know if you um, interact with the mascots, they do have little bits that they have prepared sometimes. Mm -hmm. Like, I remember one time I did, it was the Outlaws versus the um, Authority. Or something. Yeah, the Agents versus Outlaws. Yeah. Yes. And I remember that um, I was held hostage by one yes. of the Outlaws. <laughs> yep. 
<laughs> yeah, they, they love to play. And uh, again, it's that, that theme park experience. We want to get that. You know, we want to get those characters out and, and doing those things and getting you like the opportune selfie moment and, and having those things. You're going to tell, you know, that was uh, Agents and Outlaws was 2012. Mm -hmm. You know, it's six years later and that memory still stands out for you. Like, I love hearing that. That's the coolest thing about this job. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So. I think we all have, if everyone has been to a Metrocon or a lot of people who are local to Florida, you have Metrocon experiences. I know this was one of my first major anime conventions. My first ever was Megacon, but that was directly following was Metro. And I can still tell you crazy things that have happened since that first time. I was only 16 at the time for that first one. And it's just, I think you've, you've said yeah. you've been going for a while. Metro, too. when I moved to Tampa, that was actually the first convention in Tampa I went to. Oh, awesome. One of my friends was like, oh, check out this anime. I'm like, I don't know anything about anime. He's like, trust me, you'll have fun. You first will. year, I'm like, okay, I don't know these costumes, but cool. Second year, I'm like, let's go back and just kept going back every year. Awesome. And yeah, that's the year that I could never hear the Red Robin's theme thing. Yep. And, oh, and Red it Robin. changed my life forever. Every time the, <laughs> every time the, the commercial goes nope, on, I'm there's, like... There's always one of those. There's always... Uh, a couple years back, it was the... Everyone was doing the caramel dancing. Right? Yeah. Oh, that was my a thing. gosh. Yeah. Um, Last year was a take on me. Yeah. Everybody doing that dance, me. running around. Yep. Mm -hmm. No, it's good stuff. Yeah, I think this year I'm going to predict it. It's going to be the yeet. Oh, it's already, our cast is already doing it Good. every Good. time. They're, we're out and we, we rehearse in a warehouse, so it's about a <laughs> thousand degrees. And every time literally any of them finishes their drink, it's, it's empty heat and throws it at somebody. <laughs> and I'm expecting to confiscate a lot of empty water bottles. Oh, gosh. Well, thank you so much for giving us your time this week. Again, guys, remember Metrocon coming up really soon. We have it on July 19th to the 22nd. Get your tickets. We told you where to get them on the website. Um, thanks so much for stopping in. We'll see you soon. Bye. Thanks. Bye. <laughs>Real different for me going because I didn't know anything and I'm like what's that? What's that? What's that? And my friends like explaining all the outfits and everything. Oh really? Yeah. Okay, so here's That's how I got hooked on Death Note too. Well, oh, here's something funny. So two years ago, a year maybe two years ago, um, I was big in the Loot Crate, so we were getting the Loot Crate and Loot Crate DX, and then we had, and then we had a DX coming in for the studio, and then we would do an unboxing. We, we may we may start that back up again. A lot of people liked it, um, but somehow some way. I got signed up for an anime loot crate box, which I didn't pay for, but it just kept coming. So I just kept arguing with that. I got there all kind go. of stuff around here from anime that I had no yeah, idea someone what in it the was. office back there still in the box. I'm like, it's from anime. I like. I just want this one. Because <laughs> I have no idea what it is. Some of it's very cool. You know, they all, but the thing that they always give you those little bitty charms. Yeah. I'm like, what do I do with these? I mean, I'm not going to put them on my phone. And no, actually, there's charms now. There's a little backpack called Lolita Bag. They're cute little, like, vinyl backpacks with a clear thing on the back. And girls are now putting the charms, hanging them in there because you can see them. It's yeah. really popular at conventions yeah, now. I'm not going to do that either. <laughs> no. I definitely... But you'll see, you'll see cosplays from popular anime shows to the obscure anime shows. So a little bit of everything. So Dina says yeet. No. Why? You did good. 
I'm very proud of you. So I know where you were going with that story. Okay, go ahead. Go. Where was I going? You were going to talk about when the Death Note thing popped up. Oh yeah. So, mm. and so so here I am. I'm in the back switching, and uh, and he he brought up this Death Note notebook, right? And it was too funny. I just taken my shoes off because I'm sitting back there and I'm relaxed. I'm, I'm trying to switch everything, mm. and I look down and I had my Death Note socks on. <laughs> And I got that from an anime... The anime box? Anime box. Which go. is funny, because after the interview, you come running out, and you're like, look at my shit socks. Yeah. And some anime on there. Um, <laughs> and, and, and because of that Loot Crate box, Dylan explained to me what Death Note was. So I bought the books, and I've started reading them. I actually... They're pretty good. That's where you got That's into the first anime I started watching. And then, I'm, and then I started watching the Japanese version, not the... The movie, chap the Japanese movie, or the, the anime. anime? Yeah, right. Mm. So, and, and the, with the subtitles. Yeah. So, the I, I like actual it. Japanese movies are good too. Are they? Yeah. Just don't watch the American one. So, so why? Well, so, okay, tell me why. Why not? They changed a character's names. Like Light Yagami became Light, some American last name like Smith or something. Misa became Maya. Uh, it became like okay. Well, what he's talking about is, is uh, they 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 revamped it to change it uh, to America, right? right. Like said the word would be whitewashing it. <laughs> yeah, like then this it was it was it was done by Netflix. And it was done terribly. It but was, there's one good thing about the movie: the voice of Ryuk, William Defoe. Yeah, it's William Defoe. That was mm -hmm. that's who everyone wanted to be Ryuk. And so the fact they got that, they're like awesome. And then they you know screwed the pooch. And it's like, well, good job, guys. You you you, you failed. You didn't. You failed. You didn't come close. Really? You tried, and how they killed Light in that version? Oh no! It was that bad. Or Misa. Metacron yeah. is going to rock. It is going to rock. So we're going to show and you I some. I can't hear Dylan talk. So we're gonna we're gonna. Um, he's fine. Uh, Dylan, are you sure? I hear him. I don't. Just hear because him. we hear him doesn't mean he's on the on the stream. Yeah, they all hear me too. Okay, so let's so let's show some of the last year sure. images of. Metrocon? Yeah. Guys. And you know what? And, and we don't know this for sure yet, and I'm not going to say it, but there could be some good news coming from us about Metrocon. Uh, uh, not to, not to uh, throw Alex under the bus, but, you know. Oh, man. Call. So I named, um, I named this best cosplay. wonder why. <laughs> that is, is that the mask I have right here? No. No, that's, that's, that's the real actually one. good yeah. mask. That's a <laughs> good mask. That's not a plastic one. Wow, that is just cold, man. I mean, jeez. Just being honest. Okay, so show us some more. Yeah, I'm, I'm tabbing through them. And these are cosplay in Tampa Bay's photos. Yeah, these are all my photos Yeah, these here. are all the photos. Oh, wait a minute. So, so hold on a second. So let's go back. Let's go back. I want you to show the one picture that Eddie says we have to show for Megacon. Oh, oh that the was Megacon. Hold on. Okay, I was, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going to. Yeah, I'm, you're I'm, jumping. You know, you're it's my throwing bad. Me, throwing me for a loop. Don't need for a loop. Okay. I'm sorry. This is the one he wanted to show. Hold on. This is the one he wanted to show off. Yeah, that's Emily, Evelyn 13. If you follow her. Did we? We yeah, did interviewed, interviewed her. her. You did an interview yep. with her. This is not. This is not the one. This is not the one where you know. Is yeah, let's not talk about that this week. Oh no 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 no, no 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 no! Do we have do, that picture? We need, no, we, we need don't have that. a picture. We don't. No, no, no. We don't. I I'm might sorry. have the picture. I'm sorry. You want to tell me one more time what I do and don't what I do and don't have? <laughs> oh, let's, oh, let's get let's back see. on topic let's see of what we got. So this was Hello, kinda... Miss Allison. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, we will leave. we will play uh, this interview next week. Then we'll tell the story then next week. Oh, I won't be here next week. Oh, that's All even right. better. Even better. Hey, it's a Michael roast. You got it. 
Michael Roast. The roast of Michael. So, so, so <laughs> let me, no, let me tell you how. Time. Let me tell you how about a, how about an right, interview so, goes should never go. No, yes. no, no. So I know I, nobody no, follows no, you, but no, I said I don't know. If, I don't know if anybody follows you, you but. <laughs> One of the most famous cosplayers oh, didn't mean come out in, like in, that. in modern times, and I don't know if anybody follows you. But oh. well done, truly well done. Yes. You know, she'll never come on for a show now. Probably won't want to do interviews with us anymore. <laughs> that that's all on you, buddy. Hey, so Hong, is it Hong? I hope it's Hong. I, I, if I mess your name up, I am so sorry. I it will be my first. I normally go to Comic Con in San Diego. So I guess she's coming. That's awesome, girl. Right. We love that, man. That's Find awesome. Us. We'll have the uh, we beam oh, on North Hey, look, uh, Dina will be in studio next Friday, Yay. taking Michael's place. This is going to be a full-on roast, bro. There we go. He's not even here to defend himself. Nope. And if oh, Hunter won't be here, so he won't be able. Oh, I'm sure. I'm 100 percent positive. I can get him to Skype in. Yes. Oh, <laughs> Edward said he's like got your back. Thirty seconds. So, we have thirty seconds. No, I said oh. I said it'll take you like thirty seconds. Oh, okay, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, especially about the sleeping arrangements. Yeah. <laughs> and we got some so, photos of that too. Uh, yes, we do, bro. <laughs> no, oh, no, we no. got to next week is like next, yes. this is what happens when you don't show up for a show. Hunter said, oh, yeah. that. Hunter said he'll Skype in. <laughs> yes, thirty seconds. Boom. That'll this be good. That'll be, be good. Freaking Awesome. Right, can we go back to the Metrocon? <laughs> okay, so we're going back to the Metrocon. Let's see some more, uh, some more of the uh, images there, Dale. Sure. So uh, I, those, you know, those are just a few of the cosplays. Now we're going to go into the the Fightang show that yeah. uh, that he showed me. Give me just uh, give him a second. Hey, Mama Tech's watching now. All right. She must have just got a walk. She right, must got a. So that's the cast of the fighters, and I have one of the. I had I. So there's a lot of these Which? on. Cosplay didn't base, so I went and grabbed my favorite ones, and I thought this one, where Daredevil's doing a, like a freaking spin kick in the air. I don't know if you got the one of Thanos in there. I'm like, Ooh, no, but it's not. Thanos that's in there? It's yeah. Kevin from Waypoint. Really? Yeah. Oh, maybe we... Uh, yeah, that's right. You said something earlier, but it was after I grabbed images. Uh, then we have the... I don't uh, then we have images of the rave. Zoe Van West and her husband, Rob. And then the second image that he had me grab... Oh, this just became my favorite photo of the whole rave. Why? I don't, just how the lasers. laser lights came out. Just one of my favorite ones. Oh, that's pretty cool. Lasers, man. Hello, Mama Tech. So yeah, that's what we have from. That's, that's just some. That's just a few of the images I grabbed. Obviously, there's more on Cosmo Tampa Bay and more to be grabbed that are going to be shared out and whatnot. That of course have been there. We're going to of course get more while we are there. Absolutely. So Nicholas, Nicholas yes, is, we should definitely do a party in the hall. What that is last year. He had a giant boombox downstairs on the bottom floor playing music. Every year. Every year, yeah. <laughs> he does that. And there was Congo lines going, people dancing like crazy. It was like a big house party down there. Congo lines. Isn't that a Deadpool thing? Yeah. No. I mean, like, our Deadpool Congo. and Spider-Man. Seems like they're all getting, they all get involved with a big line. Somehow, yes. I don't know. I, that spy, the, those Spider-Man. Oh, you guys weren't there for that. Oh my God! It was okay. So we were just leaving MegaCon, right? And as we were walking out, this one guy, like we see, like there's a group of Spider-Man all sitting on the ground, looking exhausted. They've all got their masks off and whatnot, but they're still in their suits. Some guy walks up and goes, "Hey, Spider-Man, let's see you all do this." And he does this like super acrobatic, like triple back spring flip, three uh, spinning through the air, just. 
does it and then just kind of starts walking away and they're all like they all start clapping he goes that wasn't for you and points to the girl next to him that was for her and then walks away and, <laughs> <laughs> and yes, they're all that was like done. it was great it was such a fun experience it was outside of MegaCon too. We were like out in the big open area because you know there's no one out and everyone you know is by the exits. It was it was like the most random moment. We laughed really really hard and seeing all like all like 15 Spider-Man all just collectively go. Aww. It was it was a hell of a time. All right, so <clears throat> the one thing that we said we talk about next week or last week was going to talk about Spawn. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, sure. So, so Jamie Fox is now gonna be Spawn. So here, there, there's, there's, there's some give and takes with that. Let's put our four up. If we, if you have that right, let's go our four. No, so we, we can all. Oh man. Oh, we do have the four up. Never mind. I lied. We have two of them. There um, we go. So there's a. Uh, we only have a few minutes, so we have to kind of hurry this one along. Um, man, it's a coin flip because Jamie Fox does one of two things: really, really good roles or really, really shitty roles, and there's no in between. But he's small to be Spawn. He's not a big guy. Uh, that's that's fine. They the thing is is, people, is we can always beef him up. That's not that big of a that's not that big of a deal. You know, so steroids are. For I was watching. No, I mean like uh, they did an interview with Josh. <laughs> Don't make him look good. Like, yeah, between him when he did Cable and Thanos, and he's like watching the Avengers get into their suits. He's like that's when they looked ripped. He's like, but when you go to DC movies, they're all just look like that. He's like they're all super toned, super buff. He's like he's like watching Ryan Reynolds squeeze into that suit. He's like, there's no muscles in that <laughs> suit pre-built. He's like, no, that's him. That's a hundred percent Reynolds right there. And I'm like, that's a fair point. Uh, with Jamie Fox, like, yeah, he'd have to beef up a bit, and uh, I'd probably have to put some stuff in the suit to help him. Well, isn't Jamie Fox doing something on? Yeah, he's doing something. Thirteen, on. or is it? No, it yeah, Beat Shazam or something yeah. like that. Yeah. I mean, hey, he looks pretty good on there. To, if, you say, if he wants to walk out completely shredded for Spawn, I'm, I'm down. But McFarlane did say he's not going to do an origin story. He doesn't want the sure. story of how he becomes Spawn. Why not? That's the best. That's the that's the he's, best yeah. part. He's going to roll right into it. I think people are tired of seeing origin stories for people. Well, I, I know. Okay, you know what? It's that, okay, I don't disagree with that. Now, here's the problem, though. We're tired of seeing origin stories for the same damn people. I don't want to see Batman for the fourth time. I don't Correct. want to see Superman for the fourth time. We all for someone like Spawn, who I haven't seen yet, or haven't seen in quite a few years, I, would have, I wouldn't have minded an origin story for him. Uh, uh, okay. It, it goes in the same thing of we were fine That's with fair. Deadpool's origin story. That was okay. It wasn't overdone because, you know, it was, a new, it was someone we hadn't been introduced to properly yet. The problem is, is we had seen Batman's origin story in every movie, and then in Batman Super Superman again, again. They're like, so he's a flashback, by the way. In case you oh, forgot, wow. it's like, no, no, no. We remember he's an orphan who has whose billionaire parents got shot, and then he lived in you know luxury for the rest of his life. No, 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 no. We remember that just fine. Okay. We know Superman's planet blew up. Got it. Saw it in the first two movies. Don't need a re don't need a recap. But for people like Spawn, Deadpool, Deathstroke, you don't know anything about them. So if they're gonna get their own movie, I do think they should get an origin. But. You know, so I. <clears throat> so the last guy that played Spawn was um, Michael J. White, and he was a martial artist. Yeah. Jamie, Jamie Fox, Fox is not. I mean, I know he's he you know he's done action stuff, but, but not not martial art stuff. So. I just don't know. It'll be know. interesting to see. It'll be yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna not watch it because I like Spawn, but I'm gonna watch it regardless. Yeah. You know. I've never been a real... Now, did you see Kevin's? Yeah, comment? congratulations, uh, Kevin. It's um, uh, from from uh, Waypoint 6. 
Uh, they were on Sci-Fi Network, Sci-Fi Wire page. We are the number five on the list of um, geekiest bars across America and Canada. That is awesome. And Canada. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, real quick, because oh, we only have a minute, two minutes. Uh, Nicholas, uh, the um, the trailer for Axel. Yeah, I went and took a look at it. Um, it's uh, it's something. It could be, it's, it could be, it's, well, it's something. It's a really weird, it's a different concept, but it feels like a Transformers movie kind of concept. Mm. Uh, to sum it up, I can sum it up in 30 seconds. Robot dog finds by punk uh, dirt bike kid, punk dirt bike kid bonds with the dog, dog and him become inseparable. Original company that owns dog wants dog back. Yeah. Mm. Like, it's a, it's a very simple four plot kind of film. Oh, you I mentioned saw. Transformers. Okay, now mm -hmm. I now I know what now I know what you're talking oh, about. Yeah, dog's I've, a weaponized project, by the way. Yeah, I, I've like, seen. Oh, yeah, I've seen. And it, like my, my yeah. like, oh, you can't separate a boy and his dog. I'm like, that's not a dog. I remember that. That's a that's a military project. That thing has a self detonating nuke built into its ass. Like, <laughs> <laughs> if you know, if that thing scratches its ass the wrong way, suddenly there's there, we're missing a city. Dylan, huh, where, did where you did see the uh, Bumblebee trailer? I did. Now that looks fun. Yeah. Oh my god, see him seen roll it yet? around? No, I've seen it yet. There's a Bumblebee trailer that dropped a few days ago. We'll have to pull that for next week and talk about that, because that's oh, okay. so We're much John fun. Cena in the movie. Alright, I don't really but care about that part. Him. But the point being is Bumblebee just lost is, me there. Bumblebee is no, back I'm just kidding. driving around as a bug. You know, okay. Alright. It, it, it's, it's super cool. So we're in the last 25 seconds of the show now. Alright, well next week uh, will be um, Roast Michael. Rose Michael, yes, ain't gonna absolutely. Be here to defend himself. I have plenty of material for that I'll too. Be at a oh, concert. That's easy you know, we can always have drinks. him. We can always have Vmix call in. Yeah, and, good. Uh, you know, and from the concert, we'll let you defend yourself. Well, I don't think concert starts till like eight. So, so guys, yeah. that's it for the week. We'll see you all next. Bye. week. See you next week. All right, see, see you. Guys. Bye.